Hello everybody and welcome to the second episode of Zdeniek's English podcast, which is a podcast about learning English as a second language. And this is the podcast which I only started last week with the episode called Introduction. This is the second episode and it is called New Hats. Now you might be wondering what this is going to be about. Um, hat. A hat is obviously uh, the part of your body that is situated at the top and which you probably use for thinking or at least some of you. Uh, I'm not going to talk about anatomy here, although um, concerning the title new hat, to be honest with you, a, a new hat might come in handy in my case as I happen to have certain memory problems recently. I have had problems with remembering some names and this is a repeated problem in my life and I don't know what to do about it. Uh, it concerns the names of my students and because I have to deal with names like Sabrjan, Muchtapa or Iskander let's say these are exotic names to learn and it takes a lot of practice to remember them and then my head is filled with uh, a lot of unusual names and there is no more space for, for for example remembering the names of actors which is never appreciated by my girlfriends not that I would have one at the moment but basically all the girlfriends I used to date they were not satisfied with this um, with this lack of knowledge of uh, actors names so um, that's my problem I will I would certainly need new hats but this is going to be about something else uh, there has been a massive event this week in the Catholic world and the world of, of the church Catholic Church and that is the election of a new Pope and also last week a uh, new Czech president uh, assumed his office and changed or, or, or swapped the former Czech president Václav Klaus uh, the name of, uh, of the new Czech president is, is Miloš Zeman and I sort of uh, understand this as a parallel that recently two important figures uh, have been elected from the point of view of, of, of a Czech, Czech person and that is me. Obviously uh, worldwide the significance of the election of uh, the Czech of the new Czech president can't be a match of the of the magnitude of uh, the new Pope but from my point of view I can see it uh, as a parallel and that's why that's why uh, this episode will be not only about the Pope but also about the two Czech presidents uh, of, of course in this episode as I promised last time I would like to talk about some comments which I have or rather haven't received and uh, I will um, comment on the questions which you have or rather haven't asked me and uh, I will also correct 
the errors which I made I would like to see didn't make but I can't because I couldn't avoid it in the last podcast so this is all you can expect in this podcast episode 2 called The Hats enjoy it On the 13th of March 2013, that is this week, a new Pope was elected. Now, Pope, or also Holy Father, is the head of Catholic Church. Uh, the head of Catholic Church lives in Vatican, and Catholic Church is one of the denomination, one of the denominations of uh, the Christians, Christian religion. Uh, there are more denominations, but uh, the Catholic one is the most is the most uh, uh, populous denomination in the world. There are also Orthodox, or there is also Orthodox Church. Uh, 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 Orthodox um, believers are, for example, in the in the East, in Russia, in Belarus, a little bit and also in uh, former Yugoslavia. Um, of course, we have Protestants in England, and this is because uh, Henry VIII, uh, the former English king, uh, could not cope with the fact that he was not allowed to get divorced with his wife. Um, so um, he decided to take control over the Pope's office, and proclaimed himself the head of the queen, uh, the, sorry, <laughs> not the head of the queen, the head of the uh, church. And ever since then, England has been Protestant. They protested. So uh, it means that England does not, or I should rather say Great Britain, does not uh, acknowledge uh, the, uh, the head of Catholic Church, that is the Pope. Nevertheless, the Pope is a very important figure of the religious world as such. And he lives in Vatican, which is uh, the smallest country in the world, apparently, uh, located in the middle of Rome, uh, the capital of Italy. Uh, the name of the new Pope, Jorge Mario Bergoglio, uh, he is from Argentina and he accepted the name Francis. In Czech it would be František. Now, I don't really understand how could this have happened. I don't think it is fair that the new Pope is from Argentina because there should be some kind of equality, but there is not. Now, you might be wondering what I'm rambling on about, but it's simple as that. Obviously, the god is from Argentina, and his name is Lionel Messi. He is a football player, and the former god used to be Maradona. He was also from Argentina. Now, Argentina, I believe, is one of the biggest countries I would say the second biggest country 
in South America, so it is very important country, um, without any doubt, but still, there are more and more countries, so why Argentina is so privileged? Uh, it seems like there is been some corruption or bribery going on and uh, I don't really like it. So nowadays we have the God from uh, Argentina and we have also the, the new Pope from Argentina. Now this is the first time in history that the new Pope is from South America and for example my friend from Peru says that he's really really proud and that the whole South America is proud that this has happened. I think it's uh, something similar like in like in America when um, Obama was elected the president the first black president in American history. It's uh, very progressive, it's uh, modern, it's uh, forward-thinking so something similar happened with the Pope, with the new Pope. Now I was pondering or contemplating the the job, the office of the Pope and I came up with the following uh, I reckon it is a very very stressful job at, as it is really responsible I mean he's in charge of such a massive organization uh, as the church is and uh, it, it must be it must be flawless uh, and uh, I was wondering how much money he earns because with uh, stress, with a lot of stress and responsibility usually comes uh, high salary so I, I've done some digging, I talked to my friends uh, uh, who have knowledge of this but uh, uh, I don't know the answer to be honest because uh, various sources say various things so basically uh, I encourage you to to tell me or to try to find out the correct answer to this but apparently the Pope earns nothing and he gets all the money from donations from all around the world and of course he is, he is the Pope and he must he must be he must make himself an example to the believer uh, uh, public so uh, what he does is I guess he gives all the money to charity I don't think the Czech president would do that bearing in mind that he earns as much as 359,600 Czech crowns which uh, is more than 12 uh, 1200 pounds so uh, this I think Czech president is not so uh, humble or so good to do that the question that I asked myself and I would also like to ask you my listeners is would you like to be a pope would you like to be a pope with uh, almost no salary, relying only on donations, quite quite massive amount of money on the other hand? You would have uh, <coughs> obviously a lot of publicity 
he would be on TV, so he would be famous. Um, uh, so it's uh, it's nothing like the podcast where you have a couple of listeners, and you basically f from the beginning you have to rely on your friends, which is a really nice thing. But I mean, not all your friends have time to listen, which I understand. So uh, would you like to be a pope, a loved head of the Catholic Church? Uh, now you have to realize that you can't have children. Uh, you can't, uh, you can't uh, get married, and uh, of course, let alone uh, have intercourse. Um, that's is, that is something uh, that would be really unacceptable for me. And you have to pray all day, all the time. You have to be very patient. Against this is this is something unacceptable for me. I can't, I can't stay in one place for five minutes, and. Uh, uh, the Pope, he has to stand in front of the crowd of people, give the mass, give speeches, and pray and be very patient. I can't, I couldn't do that. Plus that celibacy, celibacy thing, it's really, it's really hardcore for me. But uh, you have some advantages, of course. You are famous. Uh, uh, you are loved. I also asked myself uh, the second question: What's the difference between the uh, the king the the queen in England and the Pope, uh, the difference is of course in uh, the uh, sort of responsibilities that each of the two have. They are different. They are heads of the church. That's what they have in common. But for example, their offices, uh, uh, the office of uh, the queen is hereditary. It means. Uh, queen's children will uh, take over when the queen dies. Now, of course, Pope's office cannot be hereditary because the Pope can't have children. That's uh, pretty clear. Okay, so um, once again, would you like to be a Pope? Why not? Why yes? Uh, please post a comment about this. I'm really interested in your answers. You can be funny, but I think and you i hope i hope you do understand this as a uh, as my attempt to talk about uh, an interesting event rather than mock or or have have fun or laugh at at religion i would never ever do that even though i'm an atheist which is uh, something typical for the czech republic which is one of the most atheist countries in the world i think it's the 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 most atheist country in the world actually, uh, for example in uh, in the USA if you if you if you are asked what do you believe in you must say something you can't just say I don't believe in anything or I don't believe in nothing as as Cockney speaker would say you can't say that uh, for me religion is really complicated uh, and heavy topic uh, it's sort of philosophy. And I do respect any kind of religion, honestly, as long as uh, they are not trying to convince me uh, to convert to their religion. Uh, I'd like to go to heaven, but the thing is, I can't, I can't make it already. So uh, why bothering? Why bother uh, praying and uh, working hard for that?
and I think I can be a good person even without religion because I understand the society rules I respect I respect people I respect ideas I respect laws I don't steal I don't murder I do nothing of the sort religion is an interesting topic that one could talk about for ages now let me spend some time talking about the new Czech president as I previously mentioned I see the election of a new Czech president which has happened rather recently as a parallel to the uh, new election of the Pope and thus the title of this episode uh, the heads um, the new Czech president has been elected by general public for the first time in Czech history before it used to be chosen by the government and now people voted their own candidates just like me and the winner was uh, Miloš Zeman now he replaced the old president Václav Klaus I don't want to go into deep political details I just want to look at some uh, let's say distinctive and entertaining features or experiences we have with the old president that is Václav Klaus and perhaps sort of predict what might happen with Miloš Zeman because they are both uh, very uh, uncopyable characters let's say Václav Klaus uh, is a professor of economics so um, he has a very very advanced degree and is clever on the other hand he's quite arrogant and he thinks he's something more than the others which might be useful in politics but he doesn't get respect as a person he's rather con condemned by the public and his opinions on global warming when he refuses to accept that there is global warming even though uh, a lot of authorities and theories have scientifically proven this is just something amazing especially if he acts as the head of the Czech state he goes to the conferences and he uh, sort of pushes forward these ideas of course who wouldn't know his incident with the pen uh, for those who don't know what I'm talking about uh, there was an international visit of Chile uh, about I don't know when this was maybe something like one or two years ago not exactly sure and Václav Klaus stole a very expensive pen there and everything was recorded on camera and it, it just got into the main headlines uh, into the main news and just became very very popular if you if you type Václav Klaus stealing a pen into YouTube you will get pretty nice videos I also show I also have saw an American TV show where they not only showed the video itself which takes about 40 seconds but they had a they made a sort of show around it 
where they invited some experts like from psychology and others to examine what exactly happened because it wasn't just stealing he his body language and uh, facial expressions were so so unbelievably interesting that this really caught attention of the whole globe and uh, before we, before he uh, uh, before he left uh, be before he was replaced by Miloš Zeman uh, around the Christmas Václav Klaus did something that the whole public uh, will probably hate him forever about okay I have I think I have the I've just used a complicated structure is which was not maybe even correct so I do apologize for that this will never ever happen again I promise I promise on my uh, on my um, what on my Arsenal t-shirt which is something that I hold dear which is very valuable to me so I swear that this will never ever happen again now where was I I just lost the track of my thoughts okay I was talking about Václav Klaus and his amnesty yes dear listeners he released I don't know how many but it was a large number of uh, murderers and uh, thieves and uh, mm, tunnelers a tunneler is a person who takes advantage of some holes in the law and basically steals a lot of money um, that's what happened here after the revolution when uh, Václav Klaus took charge as a prime minister and he came up with the privatization of everything but it, uh, it was not in impeccable uh, there were too many mistakes and a lot of uh, unscrupulous people took advantage of that and now Václav Klaus at Christmas he released all these people okay maybe I was a little bit exaggerating with the murderers but there might be there might be some uh, violent people among those who were released too it was maybe 30 percent of all the prisoners in the Republic I'm not sure now but I think it wasn't more than half anyway it was a big big thing to let a lot of people go and uh, you know there is like a everybody in the Czech Republic has like a register um, of their crimes okay like um, all the information about committing crimes so majority of people including me uh, have this register empty but those who, who uh, are condemned um, who are charged with something and go to prison these people they will have something in their register forever uh, nevertheless with this amnesty Václav Klaus managed to delete the registers okay so these people basically maybe spent a lot of time in prison for for a terrible crime and now they go back to normal life to reality with clear clean uh, register it's just unbelievable we all hope that Miloš Zeman can only be a better president for one simple reason it can't get any worse now Miloš Zeman is an interesting figure he really looks like a Shrek rather than a human 
but I don't want to um, insult him or anything. He's, uh, in my opinion, a very interesting, clever and charismatic person. And to be honest with you, I personally voted for him. Now, when there was this election, uh, the whole society of the Czech Republic was divided. And it was rather... Uh, it was rather... Um, I don't know how to put this. It was not really nice how people started hated, ha started hating each other just for voting the other candidate. I was appalled by that. Never mind, I uh, voted for Miloš Zeman and uh, he is uh, infamous for drinking Becherovka, which is a traditional Czech drink. And he's also infamous for uh, for uh, problems with uh, walking down the stairs when this he, he apparently several times stumbled and fell down almost and it was all recorded on camera so a lot of people saw that on, on, on YouTube on videos and made fun out of it Okay, listeners, now is the time for looking at your comments and uh, the answers to my questions I uh, raised in the, last pod in the last podcast. And also, I'd like to have a look at the errors I made uh, regarding the language in the last, in the last podcast. So, uh, as for the comments, it didn't come to me as a big surprise. Uh, that I received only one comment and it was from the master podcaster Luke the one who inspired me so much and from which I borrowed the format uh, I have to tell you something um, remember the last podcast called the introduction right uh, so before I did that I had sent Luke another version of introduction which was a bit similar like the last one but it was uh, somewhat aimed at Luke in this podcast I was I was asking him to make this project possible because I feel I felt obliged to do so I didn't want to start this podcast without uh, Luke's approval since uh, I do realize this was this is his idea and I'm really sort of copying his format uh, so uh, I was really really glad that Luke responded in a very positive manner actually he was being very very friendly to me and I uh, was uh, we can say in the seventh heaven because this is just my idol if you know what I mean okay he's uh, something uh, like uh, I don't know Roman Roman Abraham Abrahimovich for for the businessman or 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 um, uh, Ibrahimovich it's rather a similar name that's why I had this association Zlatan Ibrahimovich for football players okay he's my idol and he he let this he let this happen he says uh, uh, I quote uh, generally, I agree 
and uh, I wish you good luck and I hope you kick some ass with this okay so thank you very much Luke I do appreciate it and I promise that I won't um, abuse your podcast and every time I do something uh, of your every time I use some some of your things I will try to quote or at least re refer to you okay so uh, I, I was saying I was telling you that I received only one comment and that it wasn't a surprise for me now why well um, it's because I didn't uh, really promote uh, the podcast enough as far as I'm concerned only 10 people might have seen it because it appeared in my Facebook group podcast that they have seen it but it means maybe they have just seen the comment I don't know if they played the podcast really and um, I, I, I realized that uh, it wasn't necessary to to uh, make huge effort of promoting it like that and I'm giving everyone choice I'm not forcing anyone to to uh, listen to my podcast and I, I uh, thought that uh, the introduction was rather boring anyway so uh, maybe perhaps this will be a bit more interesting and uh, Luke gave me this advice that I should uh, I should um, put my podcast on a different site and I will have to have a look at that and see how I can do that uh, the, um, the objective would be to get more listeners uh, because as I said I'd like this to be a bit uh, more interactive so I want to cooperate with my listeners and I understand this is hard with only a, a couple of friends who are maybe also a little bit shy uh, to um, come come forward and and uh, start making comments okay maybe they think this is ridiculous or whatever I understand that but as I said I, there are various reasons I started doing this podcast okay and one of them is to help uh, the English learners and one of them is to help myself so uh, basically if I don't get many listeners um, I'm still doing something worth worthwhile because I am um, working working on my English which even though I'm an English teacher which needs to be which needs to be um, improved so um, now ha let's have a look at the questions I received okay so uh, there were about zero questions so this is not too too hard to talk about right maybe next time there will be some more well what are the questions for the next time um, just tell me what you think about the podcast if you want and give give me some suggestions and maybe gi uh, give me your opinion on the matter of uh, the new pope and the new Czech president I would really be interested interested in hearing about that from different perspective because I understand that one man's poison and other ones meat well actually this was wrong because this is vice versa okay I will be lynched by Luke if he hears that I hope I hope he will uh, miss mishear that anyway um, now as far as my errors are concerned which is uh, 
one thing I would like to do every single podcast to look at my errors I made in the previous podcast at the mistakes um, there were a couple of them and uh, the worst problem was that I was trying to give you my email address so that you could contact me but maybe this was one of the reasons why I didn't receive any emails and that is I spelled my address wrong for absolutely inexplicable inexplicable reason I uh, mistook S for C which might have naturally caused you a lot of trouble trying to contact me so I apologize for this my email address is once again and this will be correct Zdenek Z-D-E-N-E-K dot Lucas L-U-K-A-S at S-E-Z-N-A-M dot C-Z this is my email address of course I know the difference between the spelling of S and C it was just a slip of a tongue but what I consider much worse mistake was the sentence students of English are ones at which this podcast is aimed take take a deep breath and think about what is wrong there students of English are the ones at which this podcast is aimed well obviously students are humans human beings and we can't use which as a relative pronoun in a relative clause we need to use in this case we need to use whom okay so the sentence should go students of English are ones or maybe even better students of English are the ones at whom this podcast is aimed there are also some questionable examples and uh, those are the sentences I'll speak on the notes I have prepared um, it should be maybe better it would be maybe better to say I'll speak uh, in accordance with the notes I have prepared or I'll speak speak based on the notes I've prepared another one this will take us to a level where we will be interactive um, here I'm not sure about the use of where uh, maybe we could say at which or something like that uh, also enjoy my presence on the microphone sounds a bit weird but as I said these are questionable examples that means this is a probably a problem of the uh, naturality of the language as such not the grammar which is more or less fine but maybe problems with sounding natural or or the collocation is not the one that is normally used okay so these were the biggest mistakes I noticed uh, another point that I would like to speak about is the vocabulary I do realize that my vocabulary is limited and it is a problem of my active vocabulary if you know what I mean my passive vocabulary is quite wide I can read various texts on various subjects uh, without without the necessity of using a dictionary because I know a lot of words passively I can understand what they mean the, pro the problem 
is with my active vocabulary. It's, it is normal for everyone, even a native speaker, that his or her passive vocabulary is much more larger, is much, more, uh, is much larger than his uh, active vocabulary. So uh, um, sometimes I overused certain words too much, and I could I could have used synonyms, um, especially when I was talking about skills, and I was using the collocation to improve skills. Now I checked my dictionary of collocations, and there are many 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 uh, verbs I can use instead of uh, uh, probably the uh, the most used verb um, improve. I can use verbs like broaden, enhance, hone, increase, polish, refine, sharpen or upgrade. All these words can be placed in the instead can be used or can be placed in the position of the word to uh, to improve. And I will have to work hard to try and uh, focus on using different words, not just the ones that are the most used ones. Okay, sorry, I've just been talking too much about it now. This happens to me sometimes. I want to explain things, but I speak too long. Sometimes uh, the less you say, the better. Okay, so maybe I think it's time to stop talking about this point because it's just unnecessary and you as listeners might be getting bored a little bit just as me as the speaker but on the other hand okay so there were more words like this I used I used uh, a collocation listening stuff which is sort of very informal of course I can use uh, uh, some informal words here in the podcast but um, you might have noticed that I'm trying to speak uh, at least in in a neutral in a neutral uh, manner, uh, but uh, if I say things like uh, things, if I basically use the word things or stuff too much, it sounds like um, it sounds like I have uh, uh, lots to learn regarding the vocabulary usage. Also, I used the phrase "you can expect" uh, repeatedly, unnecessarily. I could have used "you can look forward to" instead. Okay. And uh, what I also notice is that I use uh, the conditional clauses too much. But here, in this case, I don't really know what to do because it's just the nature of of my speaking that uh, I need to use conditionals a lot so maybe this was just uh, it was just a weird observation uh, done by myself and uh, there is no point in discussing this any further okay that was the last point I wanted to make for today I can see uh, this podcast will be for over 40 minutes which means I'm going to need a lot of time to upload this but I'll do my best and I hope this will be finalized and uh, you will be able to to listen to it actually now that I'm thinking about it 
you have just been listening to it, right? So it means it worked, and I'm happy for that. To remind you the questions, I'd like to, I would like to ask you, and I would really, really appreciate if you started cooperating with me at least a little bit, and uh, post me some comments or answers to my questions. The questions are: Would you like to be a pope? Uh, another question is: What do you think about the Czech president? And the last question is, how would you improve the podcast? Okay, that's it. Next time you can expect some more. And I'll also look at your comments. And again, I'll try to correct my mistakes. Uh, 40, almost 42 minutes of podcast. Uh, it's just inevitable that there will be plenty of mistakes. Have a good time. Bye-bye.